So the legends are going to camp. Not that they haven't been campy already. You know what? This isn't the right music. Let's try this one instead. So the legends are going to camp. Not that they haven't been campy already, but now they're making friendship bracelets, gossiping, playing tetherball, and even kissing girls. It's a summer of love for the legends and a winter of fun for us podcasters here. So grab your sleeping bag and write your mutta and your fada, telling them how great it is to be with us when we are straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Meatballs. And this is Legends TV Talk. Gentlemen. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, that was a little inside joke. If you had seen our show, you would know why that was funny. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I didn't even notice that. That's what that was. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. That was good. I like that. Way to be on top of that. We were all right there. We should have been with you too. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, how's everybody doing this this evening? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm doing wonderful. Except, uh, don't try Angry Orchard Stone Dry. It's just a public service announcement. Now, <laughs> public service announcement from your friends at Legends TV Talk. So it's that bad, huh? Oh my it's, gosh, man! It it's is terrible. Seriously, know. I'm thinking about grabbing turpentine and just putting it on my tongue, and to burn away my taste buds to <laughs> never taste anything again. <laughs> I, I I like dry ciders though. Is, is this is if you like dry ciders? Is it one of those like I should try, or do you like dry it ciders? Is very dry. Yeah, let's let wait a second. Now let me follow this through though. So you're asking me, who has obviously said I didn't like the taste of this. If I like dry cider, would I like it? But I obviously didn't like this. That it is a dry cider. But do you like so, dry cider generally? Is what yeah. I'm saying. I yeah. have no idea. First time I tried it. <laughs> you, but you've never had a dry cider. Point. I would say no. Okay. Okay. Well, that's my question. It's like because you know you get dry ciders, you get sweet ciders, and I I like mine a little drier. And so I'm wondering. Like, like I'll drink a Riesling. I'll drink some Merlot occasionally. So I don't mind dry. But this just. There's dry cider and then there's, you know, there's dry that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's dry ass is what it is. It was, it was the absolute worst thing I've ever tasted. And again, my ex-wife could not cook. So, <laughs> wow. Two in a row and it is all right. I'm so, so drier than like, like chicken that's been in the oven for like four and a half hours. Yeah. Something like that. With no yeah. yeah. That sounds... That sounds terrible. Well, uh, enough of cider TV talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> note to everyone listening, do not drink. What is it? Angry Orchard? It was Angry Orchard, Orchard Stone Dry Cider. Stone dry and dry. again, it was stone ass. Well, I'm going to try it anyway, just to spite you, Will. <laughs> um, shocker. Man, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch Constantine sometime between now and, you know. No, you must time. remain our Constantine-free voice. It's I know. God, it's still the best thing ever. Oh, I'm enjoying it too. I want. I'm getting shirts made. So, no. <laughs> for for Constantine free voice or for yeah, yes. basically you know keep keep mine Constantine free or something. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> Teach but. the Constantine versey. No. Yeah. No, I don't. Think <sighs> anyway, 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 enough. Enough. <laughs> chat. I think it's uh, time for a street lesson. And now, gentle listener. It is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. 
All right. We have season four, episode four, Wet Hot American Bummer. This one was directed. <laughs> I love that title, by the way. Wet Hot American Bummer. It's, it's got to be the best title they've done yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I mean, I love Wet Hot American Summer, so that's part of it. But yeah. Yeah. And it's a camp theme episode. I mean, come on. That, it was just perfect. Yeah. It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, this episode was directed by David, uh, David Geddes. David Getty. Getty, we'll go with that. And it was written by one of our favorites here on the show, Ray Utarnichit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd laugh. I was going to pause. Oh, I thought, oh, maybe, you should have maybe, maybe. <laughs> professionalism. <laughs> but no, no, there's no listening. You work in Hollywood. Get a new name. <laughs> I know, right? Like, uh, what was it? Uh, like, like the Estevezes, you know, Charlie Sheen changed his name. Um, yeah. Although he, I guess from Estevez, it was to Sheen. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, Estevez to Sheen, you turn it shit to like bulkhead, bulkhead or something. I don't know. Oh god, it just it's so funny. You turn it shit like <laughs> wow. It's it's, it's sorry, weird. but yes. Anyway, this was written by Ray Utarnichit and Tyrone B. Carter. And uh, Kyle, how about you tell us what happened this episode? Gladly. Ava briefly joins the team to help with an investigation into kids disappearing at a summer camp in 1995. The team poses poses as a, as camp counselors so that they can track down a swamp thang that has been kidnapping the kids. Ava and Sarah take a potion that turns them into children in an attempt to lure the creature out. Charlie attempts to escape the wave rider, but is stopped and confronted by Mick. The team is then able to locate the monster known as a striga and locate its victims. John uses a spell to banish the Striga, but one of the kids remains unresponsive. John uses another spell to heal the child, and he is revived, but John is injured in the process. Ray and John are subsequently rescued by the campers, and Charlie agrees to help to help the team in the process. Help the team. God, I'm starting again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready and go. Charlie agrees to help the in the. Oh my God! No, that that <laughs> wow! No, that 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 that's a sentence that you copied from something like yes. That it Charlie agrees. Charlie agrees to help in the in the process. No, Charlie agrees to help the legends. There we go. Let's just let's just yeah. Uh, Charlie agrees. <laughs> how about this? Charlie agrees to help the legends. Uh, agrees to help the yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, just just officially joining the team on the yeah, that's right. So for those of you listening on the Facebook feed, we usually uh, edit these things down because we grab them from Wikipedia, and we didn't do that on this one. And sometimes there's just just horrible, horrible sentence structure in there. And can you imagine trying like your brain tries to correct it, but you know that one (laughs) (laughs) that one was just god awful wrong. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, we'll take it from Charlie agrees. Okay. Charlie agrees to help the legends, officially joining the team on the condition that they do not lock her up again. Gideon cannot save Constantine, but Ray claims to know of someone who might be able to. Nora Dark is then revealed to be working at a Renaissance fair. <laughs> All right, Will, man, what did you think about this episode? Oh, oh, where to begin? <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, writing this down here. Chippy bunk. All right. Um, I, 
I think we're on to something in that we're moving towards more insulated, singular, not really moving towards a overwhelming arc of a season. Um, beyond maybe just the quote unquote big bad, which is just appears to be magical creatures. There's been no like gang leader to be mentioned other than the guy who threw Constantine around and let's face it, we've all wanted to. Um, it just, it, yeah. And so in that regard, I guess it's cool, but it, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like it was yeah. just Charlie joined the team. Nothing happened. It was kind of a nothing burger episode. I enjoyed it, mind you. I, I thought it was fun. I, I, you know, I like the throwback to Wet Hot American Summer and the whole, you know, Jason Voorhees uh, Friday the Thirteenth vibe. But yeah, it just didn't feel like a lot happened. We kind of got a couple character moments here and there. We got to see a little bit more about Constantine and his, you know, uh, uh, he's not as bad as he makes himself out to be. And uh, it, you know, Ray was still Ray, Mick was still Mick, and uh, you know, different things like that. But. Um, yeah, it, it seems like kind of a delaying episode until they finally get Nate, who wasn't present at all in this episode, onto the ship to meet Charlie slash Amaya. Um, right. But yeah, I don't know. I can agree with that. You might have hit on something. Okay, first of all, I will say this. It's the first episode where I was okay with Constantine being around. He actually seemed to serve some sort of purpose, and he showed a little bit more personality as opposed to just being the guy who's like, oh, you're blimey, what did you gets you big you know it's making one-off quips i mean the bit about him having to wear the tie with his polo shirt like <laughs> like you have to lose the tie john you know it just that part i got it's for the kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i mean but then did you notice he had the schneider from one day at a time pack of cigarettes rolled in his <laughs> i was thinking more of danny butafuco in um um, no, I'm not. It's not. It's not even the Butterfuco. Who? Oh gosh, Bonaduce. No, it's going to come to me. Um, um, names. Oh. Who? Uh, 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 Karate Kid. Oh, um, um, um. Yes. In Russo. No. In uh, it's... in the Outsiders. Um, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, Macchio. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, Macchio, like Ralph Macchio in, in, in The Outsiders, kind of like, you know, the cigarette pack rolled up there. Like, that was the vibe I was getting. But then again, I'm not as old as you will, so <laughs> I'm sure whatever you're referencing is like, you know, something from the Stone Age. Uh, yeah, this was from 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. You. Okay? <laughs> you. Touche, sir. Touche. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle, what, what did you think, man? This was definitely a filler episode where it was just it was just blah. I mean, there were some there were some good moments in it, but it. I need to. I wanna. I guess I'm just so. Folk. I guess we're just all focused on getting like to the big bad. Like every episode has to deal with it. Where when when there's not an episode, it's just like, why did this episode exist? I need to have the big bad here, and. I mean, this this is a short shorter season than the last two, so them kind of like just waiting on to get to the big bad. It's kind of why I need right. to get to it now. 
yeah it, it feels like you know this one's been moving forward kind of like setting up okay we got a big bad here's a little bit more information about it a little bit more a little bit more mm-hmm. but they didn't do anything about it this episode which i thought was kind of uncharacteristic i figured at least there would be some kind of reveal uh because right. like you said this is a shorter episode there are fewer uh fewer ep- or start shorter season there are fewer episodes and so when are we going to get this reveal of who we're going to fight but you know like like what will was saying um maybe that's just not what they're going for they're just gonna like tease out a couple things and maybe we'll have this kind of you know battle at the end there but i mean i i don't it feels it feels different this season and uh just strange to kind of not have any sort of reveals as to who the person hunting or persons or whatever hunting uh constantine are and uh you know who that final revelation is going to be. Cause we had like Malice references, like every episode last right. year. And, and this time there's just, there's just nothing on this one. And it feels more like a, a you know, I wouldn't, it was filler for sure. And it was still kind of entertaining, but like it's, it still seems out of character for them not to sort of reveal anything about the, uh, the end game of the series or of the season right. in, in this episode. So yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It was, let, let me hop on that with you for a second. Yeah. I, I agree too. And I understand like, all right, this, there was some things going on and this, and I'm, I'm down with these type of things. It was a character episode. Okay. Yeah. Some character development did happen. They did kind of reveal a little bit about Constantine, uh, his soft spot for kids. I'm not going to lose another one. Uh, we got a little bit of Ava and Sarah movement. We've got, you know, Ray really didn't have much to do. Mick again is hanging out with the outcast inside the ship. I get it's it kind of seemed like this was an episode where they're throwing things against the wall to see what sticks. And I'm not necessarily opposed to that. I am when it's like in a 16 episode season and we're already at episode four. We we don't know who or what or if there is a big bad. There may not be mm-hmm. like this. And I don't know if it's because maybe they don't have the crossover and they wrote these early on figuring that they were going to lead to a crossover and maybe sprinkle some things in. And then we're like, holy crap, we're not in the crossover. So uh, fill it, you know, but like Zari didn't have anything to do other than sit on the ship and play guard dog. And this is another episode where correct me if I am wrong, but other than Constantine doing his hand wavy stuff, no powers. Yeah. No, no power. Yeah. Uh, you it- are. Well, I guess besides Zari, uh, the only person yeah. with powers. Zari, yeah. Wasn't even there in the was episode. No, no Nate. Yeah. No Nate whatsoever. No Nate, no Adam suit, no fire gun, no. We did have a fire gun yeah. sound effect, though. Right. We had a sound on. effect, but we didn't have the flame. Right, right. Yeah. And, so, and, this, yeah. and this for like the longest time, when we didn't when I when we didn't see Mick, I'm like, are we gonna have a Mickless episode? We're gonna have a no Mick quote of the week. I thought and then, he, and then and then I literally I after I tweeted that and I'm like oh nope spoke too soon yeah, yeah. And, and it's cool because I think I don't think they've known what to do with Mick since they got rid of Captain Cold and mm-hmm. right so. he is he's always been the Robin to Captain Cold really let's face it but it is it seems like I don't know it seems like the Legends of, T- of Tomorrow has gone into neutral. Like they're not even doing the campy fun stuff anymore because, and I think maybe, maybe it has to do with magic that maybe it's a misstep because magic almost always deals with dark arts. And there, there's a very few ways to make magic fun. There are many ways to make time travel fun. Dr. Yeah. Who 
doing it for years. All right. And time travel is a very sciencey type of thing. It's a very scientific, you know, not granted, it's not something hard science. It's not like, you know, you can explain it necessarily, but you can get behind it and, and try to headcanon your way through it. But magic is like, like we keep saying, it's the ultimate MacGuffin. Yeah. And, and it's hard to make that fun when you've got a guy there doing, you know, incantation and spells and, you know, he's being followed by demons. And I mean, even last year they did it with a demon and still managed to have fun. But I think that's part of what's missing this year is that there seems to be less fun unless it's Gary and Nate. And it seems that they are just not superheroes anymore. You know, they're a bunch of Doctor Who's. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, like, with magic, it is the ultimate MacGuffin. You can do almost anything with it. And you could, even though Constantine is this, you know, he, he's a he's a dark kind of character, right? You could mm -hmm. still have fun with it. You could make, like, a fart demon come out and, you know, just just, just yeah. do just stupid, ridiculous stuff, right? And, uh, it's, and it's also interesting that we have this episode with so much character development with specific characters, and yet the stuff we've been kind of figuring they're going to do all season relationship between uh nate and papa biff uh no nate this episode at all no papa biff in the last two episodes uh only a couple characters are actually getting uh development and they're kind of pushing the other ones off to the side it was it it, it, it was weird again i i enjoyed it i thought it was a fun episode it was just kind of weird seeing them break structure so bad um yeah it, it i don't know I don't know, but uh, you know, speaking of those characters that are getting development, we have a couple, you know, different groups that split off here, and uh, we'll start with the the one we didn't even think was going to be in the episode this one, and that was Mick, uh, kind of teaming up. Well, not teaming up, but you know, just uh, talking with Charlie and sort of uh, figuring out this uh, almost bond that they have, since both of them have been mm -hmm. in prison. Uh, one of them being a weird demon hell prison. And one of them being a supermax prison. I wonder which one was worse. I'm going to guess demon hell prison, but I've never been to prison before, so I can't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they have this really pissed off shapeshifter that can't change shape anymore, and now they are going to try and integrate her into the team. And I think the best person to do that was Mick, and so it was obviously it was a very smart choice for them to use Mick to kind of get on her good side. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we have these two characters coming in. And you know they're they're bonding over. Uh, is that oh god, Glover? Yeah, I could kill seventeen people. Too, man, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I'm trying to do a podcast here, Glover. Piss off. But at some point, at some point, I think Kyle's gonna agree with me. We need to know what the what the f is up with seed. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you, 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 finish your thought. I don't want to derail you, but we're going to need the person to ask is in chat right now, Mr. Peter Glover, hey. the originator of that of that. Uh, Mr. Glover, feel free to seed us the seed information. It's 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 a very funny story. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you know they uh, we're, we're we're trying to bring the, the character into the fold, this Charlie character. And what's the best way to do that than to get drunk with them and kind of commiserate about how bad prison is. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what they do. And, uh, you know, Mick brings the point up that the reason he was able to survive in there was because he had someone he trusted. And that brings about Charlie's viewpoint is that she never had anyone she could trust because I, I wouldn't trust crazy, weird, magical creatures that could kill me at any moment. So she spent most of her time running away. Uh, shape-shifting into a specific creature that no one would mess with and things like that. And I, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was well done. I think it was interesting to see their 
uh, development and their kind of bonding uh, conversation go? And and, and uh, what what do you think? Will did, did they do a good job? Will there be more of this bonding, or or have we just is that it? And now they're tight, and everything will be fine. I think I think that, like I said earlier, I think it was an attempt to see if those two with her in this new role could have this type of chemistry. Um, again, I, it Mick seems to be, he went from being so integral and a big part of this team to really not having a role. Yeah. You know, and so it's, I, I wonder if this is them trying to course correct by giving him, you know, another criminal quote unquote to hang with. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to have moments where they talk, but and and continue to grow because again, he doesn't have like how is he not in Sarah's room all the time? Like being like, you know, hey boss, you know, we've been through now almost 4 years of stuff. I understand him and Ray not totally getting along cuz, you know, Ray's the complete opposite of him. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And I said this last year, and I'm just going to go one more step. Well, we'll wait till Ray. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I think we'll see some more because I don't think they know what to do with Mick. And to be quite honest, I'm at the point now where I think they could kill him. Yeah. I think you would get more, more oomph out of that by killing the character and having him go out in like some sort of quote unquote blaze of glory but yeah, it's 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 getting to the point where this show is kind of. I mean, they haven't lost me yet, but they're they're on their way. You know, yeah. I, I see myself being like, eh, it's going arrow. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we talked about Captain Cold and their relationship, where it was Captain Cold was a calm, cool, collected one, and uh, Mick was the guy. Mick was the hothead. The hothead, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm wondering if they're going to try to flip this on its head and have Mick be the calm, cool, collected one and Charlie be the hothead who trusts Mick. Kind of like how Mick yeah. trusted uh, Captain Cold. And now, like, you know, it'll be Mick being the shot caller, Charlie being the hothead with that trust relationship. Kyle, I mean, do you, do you see them doing something like that to kind of, you know, forge this new relationship where now Mick is the Captain Cold and Charlie is the Mick? Yeah, I could see that happen. I could also, I mean, mutual respect for both of them being that they're both criminals. So I could definitely see that role reversal happen. I would, I would like that, but I would also want to see like if uh, Charlie is like a fighter because she doesn't really her her whole thing was that she could shape shift, but now she's just stuck in one shape. So, and she doesn't have a gun. She doesn't have any powers. So well, she, she did kick Zari's get, butt. She, yeah, you know, because she head, escaped, with right? Headbutt, with yeah. a headbutt, <laughs> which any, I mean, anyone can do that. But I mean, next they would be like walking around a little bit dazed because with that reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> that so. is true. That is true. You know, you break your own nose headbutting somebody. Do you really yeah. win the fight? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, you are right. She doesn't. We, we'll have to see what her capabilities are before we can really make that judgment. I feel, um, mm. but yeah, I think it would be neat to kind of see uh, Mick sort of, I guess, grow up isn't the word, but uh, become more Captain Coldish and still have that Mick kind of harshness about him. Uh, that should be that could be interesting to see. So, uh, but our next little 
character development pair off that we had and this is one we see quite often and that's sarah and ava and mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll be honest so like you know they're getting together they're having uh this this uh oh there's a kitty oh that's so cute sorry i was distracted <laughs> I was <doing> it. <laughs> but uh you know the we, we see ava and sarah and we know that they're different because ava's a robot and sarah's a you know resurrected league of assassins murderer she's a clone more than a robot yeah yeah but either way you know she did she didn't have a sure. uh, a childhood yeah and Sarah had this whole experience growing up and Ava is completely different and Ava's more disciplined about it. And, you know, they, they, they obviously butt heads on that. And uh, I'll be honest, I completely forgot that Ava wasn't a, a, a like a regular human and that she was like a clone mm-hmm. until they mentioned it. And so I felt exactly like Sarah when, cause when uh, they get the, the little kid potion or they talk about using the kid potion and how they can blend in and like infiltrate their circle. I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great, a great idea. And then Ava gets all pissed and I'm like, why is she so mad? And I was like, Oh, um, Oh, <laughs> so did, 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 am I alone in this? Or did you guys forget that as well? No, I didn't forget about it, but I was like under the realization that, Oh, she had memories of her being a child. So I guess in that, in that sense, it's different, but I mean, yeah, the, the, the kid actors um, did a fine job yeah. as, as themselves yeah um but yeah i mean i i knew that she was a the a clone the whole time but figuring that, that they would be smart the creators of said clone would have been smart to put in a childhood memory but hey yeah. this is where we get the plot from exactly exactly you know plot devices and so i mean it, it worked we got to see them kind of uh ava learns how to fit in with kids and so she grows in that respect and sarah doesn't really need any sort of growth so mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that was that was uh handled pretty well so we got to see yeah, a little she bit fit of in really she fit in really well with the kids which i'm like very surprised about because she's an assassin <laughs> <laughs> i know i know that, that was that was the weirdest thing to me right is like seeing her be like oh yeah i remember growing up and doing friendship bracelets and all this kind of stuff and it's like well, i remember you murdering people the last time i saw you <laughs> or like before this whole legends thing don't forget she started off as a spoiled rich girl sleeping this with her rich boyfriend no i thought rich, her she can't mind no, she uh, middle class. Even yeah, still, but she was Oliver was rich. Yeah, she was messing around with her girlfriend's or her sister's boyfriend, and like that's how she started. She was a regular teenager, like girl. Yeah, but like I, I, I guess I pictured since she was willing to cheat on her sister's boyfriend that she wouldn't be the one to like go to camp and do that kind of stuff. I figured she'd be like, oh, that's stupid or whatever. Um. But I don't know. I'm not a teenage girl, so I can't really speak on that. At the time, uh, she may have been, but then she probably now, because she's been an assassin and dead, she was probably like, you know, you tend to look, I could see her looking back on that time with a little bit more rose color. Yeah. You know, no, that, that makes sense. actually rang true with me. So, yeah. Okay. No, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. When she was, you know, messing around with Oliver, she was probably like, oh, that's all kid stuff. But now that she's, you know, been resurrected and is a League of Assassin's person and kills a bunch of people. She's like, actually, childhood times are pretty cool and I shouldn't have <laughs> looked so poorly yeah. upon them. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have, you know, died. Uh, 
Yeah, maybe she'd gone to summer camp or like a semester abroad instead of uh, you know going to the boat on with Oliver. Then all this stuff would have changed. So well, she went to camp. She made it sound like she did. Like I think I could see Quentin sending her and Dinah to camp. No, for, for sure. Yeah, but but I'm saying like uh, her personality had changed since camp time to the time where she was sleeping oh, with yeah. Oliver. Yeah, yeah. And so had she not done that and maybe gone to a semester abroad or another year at camp, perhaps she wouldn't have been on the boat and she wouldn't have become black canary and all that stuff or white canary. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, she started as black canary. Yes. Yes, she did. And then she was killed. Yes. And then Barry did flashpoint and then we're all. Yeah. Flash time travel. Ugh, all that. Well, eh, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I just, it, there's, it's been so many seasons and so many shows. It's just my brain kind of get muddles, gets muddled sometimes. Ah. Um, but yeah, and so they they did a good job there. We got a little uh, character development with Ava, and we got a little bit of of, of uh, Sarah's backstory with the camps and stuff. So that was neat. Mm -hmm. And our other counselor pair, we had John and Ray, and this one was interesting because aside from Mick, there's no one more opposite than Ray than Constantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because yeah, uh, Ray does not know how to shut his mouth. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And he really doesn't seem to get, he, he just see, I don't know Did this episode. I know Ray is naive. He's a very naive person. And uh, he just seems so naive this episode that it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of infuriating. He's, uh, it's no, go ahead. He's a knight. He's so he knows like magic because of Merlin, quote unquote Merlin. So like he you would think that he would get get with the program and the magic and stuff with Constantine, but he just wants to talk, talk, talk the whole time. Yeah, and I'm wondering if this is going to be some kind of uh insecurity they're going to reveal later on about him. And the reason why he's doing that is because he's uncomfortable around this whole thing because of the magic, you know, last episode nearly killed him, or last season nearly killed him. <laughs> And uh, all these different kinds of things. It's it's uh, it's weird. But Will, I mean, do you think this is something that they're doing? Is it? Are they laying on the naivety extra thick in order for it to just ruin whatever happens between him and Nora in the future? Or is this just them trying to write a dynamic between John and Ray? I think it's more of that. But I also, I mean, I'm tired of Ray. I yeah. I, I just am, and and it's because I like Adam. Like I like the comic book Ray Palmer. I like the mm -hmm. the learned professor. He was an educator, and he was he became the Adam to explore the subatomic realms, and like that origin itself was great. And this version of Iron Adam, he started off on Arrow as a Tony Stark wannabe, and he turned into this naive, whiny. Uh, and it's annoying at this point. It's like he comes on the screen and I get and I understand Brandon Rouse doing what he can with the material. But yeah, it's like you said it best last week, like Kyle, like the haircut even. It's like it just none of it works anymore. And it's he's had no growth. He's had no development. He's had no there's been no dynamic. He is the same person he was or or less of the person he was. There's been a change gone down like than he was when he started and yeah. that's that's to the character's detriment and that is not good writing and that is not good characterization and i i'm yeah it's i'm just not a big fan anymore he and he's he's annoying 
I, I think it's well, fine. Might, oh, go no, go ahead, Kyle. I mean, that might all change when Nora is part of whatever they're going to do, if she's going to be joining on the Wave Rider or whatnot, and that might change Ray altogether, but we won't know until that happens. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like, then why does a woman, why does another character have to come after four, after three and a third seasons, why does another character have to come in? And by the way, every time he's ever had even a remotely dynamic change going all the way back to Arrow, it's been in reaction to a female. Like it started with yeah. Felicity, then it went to Hawkgirl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it went to who was he into to season two? He had a, he was no crushing on somebody. No, there was a girl, she's not there anymore either. Uh no one. He, oh, okay. I thought he was flirting with somebody because he no. Uh, no. Okay. Oh no, I'm there was a rush. There was a Russian in season one, but there was that that was a one-off. But there was nothing right. in season two, and then the later half of season three was with Nora. Okay. I thought so he we just we just need like well this they shouldn't this have thing. killed his wife off, but whatever. Yeah. I just I don't know. It it seems like uh it's fine to keep Ray this uh superman style boy scout character mm -hmm. i think that's okay and i think you know for the most part like uh uh you know amaya was kind of that last season she, she was the moral compass but she wasn't naive right and ray right. Is, is he could serve the same purpose but they have to tone down the naivete and i i, I figure that like you know his experiences with nora would have done that but it doesn't seem to be the case uh and i feel like really i agree with you will like for him to really uh, be a fully realized character they need to tone that stuff down and you know fine keep keep the moral high ground you know the integrity kind of thing with him but find a way to write him so he's not just this complete loser oh sorry no i was gonna just of all the legends the one that i would want to hang out with least is ray right yeah, yeah. and here and I think it fall. You hit the nail kind of right on the head without meaning to. It is hard to write Superman. It is hard to write Superman. I think that's why Zack Snyder did what he did with Man of Steel, and he tried to darken him up, and I, there was a backlash because we all like Superman to be Superman and the Big Blue Boy Scout, and we we consider him that. But from a writing standpoint, he's hard to write. Believe yeah. me, he's as hard to write as the Fantastic Four. When he's done right, he's done right. But when he's done wrong, holy crap. It's bad. And they've taken that version, like this Superman type of Boy Scout, big blue Boy Scout, put him in an Iron Man suit and put him on the Wave Rider and called him the Atom. Yeah. It doesn't work. Like, I would have rather they called him Atomic Knight, which is kind of the same thing. And the suit's almost like <laughs> the Atomic, you know, the new Atomic Knight. And and done something like that than to make him the Adam, but yeah, it's it's definitely that it's hard to write Superman. I think it's going to be hard for them to write Ray. They don't know what to do with him because you can't. Where is the drama? Where is the you know joie de vivre in a guy who's always going to be like, well, we should do this. Like, yeah. okay, great, thanks, right? Go over there and cook dinner. It just yeah. it doesn't work. So I, mean, I like, understand it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going to do that, if you're going to have Ray be the moral compass guy, why not have him be in the Time Bureau? 
why not have right. him be the, the the backstage character who's kind of like they're like ray what do we do in this situation he's like well guys according to my moral compass it says go true north or whatever you know and and uh and you know speaking of the time bureau it's the same kind of thing here we have another character that there's all sorts of development that we would like to see in them between you know the storyline between him and his father and it wasn't even in the episode like we had this was an episode for character development it was a filler episode specifically for that is what it seemed but they focused on you know uh these three groups but really the only one to have any sort of development for both characters in the group was mick and charlie uh sarah didn't really grow anymore we got ava have a little growth and we had john have a little growth but you know ray didn't get anything Sarah didn't get anything. Mick and Charlie, I think they 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 kind of we got some development there between both of them, and uh, Nate got nothing. Zari did nothing this episode. Um, no Papa Biff, uh, and also interesting thing, ugh, words. Also interesting thing, in interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, there we go. Also <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, the the whole the, the shtick that we have every episode is we got to send these creatures to hell, which we didn't do last episode. We also didn't do this episode, and it was for completely different reasons. It wasn't because of what we established last episode of the whole. Well, maybe all these magical creatures aren't exactly as they seem, and maybe there's more to it than we should just be sending them to hell for no reason. Maybe we should be looking at these you know, on a case by case basis, uh, like we did last episode to determine this magical creatures you know to, to judge them right do they deserve to go to hell i mean clearly this one was a, pr a predator on children and so they kind of reverted back to the same thing they did in episodes one and two um but they didn't send it to hell they just stabbed it with a stick and it died <laughs> right, <laughs> what the right. Hell was that all about <laughs> i totally agree and and going back to what you said i think ray's major problem is and the word that i just came up with on my own is he's not relevant anymore yeah and, and the only relevance he's going to have is going to be in relation to Nora, it seems like. And I think we found another reason for this episode to exist. This episode existed for one reason, to put Constantine in the med lab so that they have to go get Nora. Oh, that's yeah. it. You're right. That's it. You're right. You know, you know, that's that's a good thing. And I and I, I want to uh, I want to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, so I think that it's time for some speculation. You do that every week. <laughs> it's time for speculation. Well, I think you're onto something. I really do. Um, and I didn't think about it until you just said it there. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like this is we have Constantine and he's our magical guy, but when Constantine's out of commission, like what's going to happen? Uh, and so elaborate, continue your thought. Well, just that I think the episode itself served to only put Constantine down to bring um, Nora to the ship. And so that she can now ride with them and she'll help heal Constantine and she'll do it in exchange for letting her come along so that she doesn't have to go back to that Renaissance fair and hide. And, you know, Ava's on the ship. She's going to see Norn. She's going to flip out. And then there's going to be this big drama thing next week. I can imagine it now where they're like, she's going to be like, oh, my God, you know, she's a fugitive and you're harboring her and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And, and, and here's the thing, though. What gets me about this is that Charlie's whole reason for being on the ship, because she also has no powers, is an encyclopedia of magical knowledge. 
mm-hmm. which is Constantine's voice in the show right now. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they are going to actually, if this is going, if he's going to stay down longer than we think. Right, right. And that's that's kind of what I'm curious about. What is the fate of Constantine? So we have Charlie, who's a wealth of magical knowledge, like you said, uh, who which, which is normally Constantine's role. We have Nora, who's a magical person who can send magical creatures to hell, which is normally Constantine's role. Constantine's at a commission. What's what's going on? I mean, Constantine was brought on as a series regular for this uh, for this season. And so but it but it feels like at every step of the way, they're kind of pushing him more and more out. <laughs> while at the same time not giving us any kind of conclusion as to what it is that's chasing him. Um, so, I mean, is is he... I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's going to be out of commission for a bit. I feel like that's going to be the case. I feel like it's going to be like one episode to get Nora, another episode to deal with the backlash from that, another episode before they can finally come back and, and get Nora to try to help Constantine. And so, I mean, what's the end game here? Oh, man, I just thought of something. Yeah. Um, he's Professor X in the X-Men movies. X-Men 1, X-Men 2, and to an extent, X-Men 3. All three of those movies, if you think about it, Patrick Stewart was in them for about 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, something happens, and boom, he gets knocked out. Why? Because if you have a telepath at his level, he pretty much wins. And So he's kind, of, he's kind of Wally from last season. Yeah, he's OP. Yeah, he, he he's. I think I think so. I think by putting him down, they're going to add an air of danger and you know blah blah blah. You know, that's just a thought. Interesting. I don't. I don't think um, they're. He's going to be out of commission for long, because I don't believe Nora can send anyone to hell. Yeah. Okay. I th- I think it's just going to be Constantine with that power. But and Charlie's going to have the more knowledge of what's going on in hell, more than Constantine, and then more than Nora, so that I could see her her reasoning to stick around, like she and she might be able to quote unquote sense the dark the the magical creatures more than John can, so that way they can track them a little bit better than bones and wires, but <laughs> yeah. which still bugs me to this day. That you could hook up wires to bones and it'll work, but whatever, it's a TV show. <laughs> it would make more sense to me if they're suspended in some kind of like magical field that could like, yeah. or not a magical field, like a science field or whatever that can read the magical energies coming off of it, as opposed to like plugging wires into them. Yeah, that was kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's um, that's interesting. So yeah, I'm curious as to whether or not he'll be out for a while or not too. Um, but we did have Constantine say something interesting this episode before he was put out of commission. And that was that he knew uh, a swamp thing, but Maine was a little too far north uh, for, <laughs> for that mm-hmm. character. Now this is our first real drop of like another DC property, a show that's actually going to be coming to um, the DC streaming service. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So now call swamp thing. Call swamp thing. Okay. So we'll just be swamp thing. <laughs> So now yeah. I wonder if this is going to be loosely tied in with that Swamp Thing. Will Swamp Thing mention John Constantine? Will it be the same John Constantine that we see on Legends? Are these universes at all similar whatsoever? And will we actually see a Swamp Thing in this series? I would love to see a Swamp Thing in the series because, I mean, it is mystical. And they could they could 
put it so that he is somewhere displaced in time where he shouldn't be. Um, but I don't think they're going to one for, uh, which which sucks because it would be a great thing to have um, John knowing someone that the others don't and then figuring out how to get him back and everything. But I with 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 uh, with the Swamp Thing TV show, it's not going to be related to um, the Arrowverse at all. Okay. So the, if they if they do bring in a John Constantine, I think it's going to be a brand new Constantine. Yeah, that would be shame. I, I I would hope it. I would rather it be them just mention Constantine offhand on the Swamp Thing mm-hmm. and then not kind of mess with that because I I really do like uh, Matt Ryan's uh, John Constantine. I yeah. think it's I think it's pretty spot on. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens there. It'll be interesting. Uh, Will do you, do you see? I mean, was the little Swamp Thang that we got was that our only uh, Swamp Thing we're going to see in this in this series, or is there a possibility for something more? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was what it was i mean he had to mention it because he is i mean he was introduced if i'm not mistaken in swamp thing so i believe so yes i'm i'm cool with it on that regard i'm cool with it but no they're not going to do it because they took suicide squad away from arrow in the middle of a major storyline because they want decided they wanted to make a movie dc isn't going to mix that well, hold um, on. They wanted to make a terrible movie. Let me correct you. Yeah. On that. <laughs> right. Oh, it was awful. It was, you know, yeah. yeah. I'm Will Smith. I'm Deadshot. What? What? <laughs> All right. Anyway, but keeping my mouth shut about this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't know. I think it'd be it, we may see more verbal drops and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you're probably right. They're not going to let them cross over anything like that with uh with this new streaming series. Um on the horizon oh my goodness i just had a thought yeah another one what if they make Zatana? what if they make nora dark like satana because she's the son of a wizard and would that be good or bad i don't know i know right because i love zatana but, i love the character of zatana yeah and, but she but, hasn't done any incantations backwards so i don't think so okay well, but what if it's something where that's that's a skill that she learns now? Where it's something like the only magic I know is dark, but if I reverse my dark magic by saying it backwards, I can make light magic. And and <laughs> then, then that would be then that would be the little facepalm meme that everyone sees because yeah. that is what I would be doing. The audience collectively groans. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. See, so we don't want that clearly. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that clearly. So, uh, but man, I I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, Will, I, you, you piqued my interest, but I'm I'm terrified if they do it because they they would most likely screw it up. Yeah, I just think with the context of what they have, right. But uh, speaking of Nora, and we kind of talked about this earlier, uh, there's going to be some backlash when she joins the crew. And inevitably, she's going to join the crew because we saw her at a Renaissance Fair, which I thought was kind of nice. I'll be going to a Renaissance Fair over Thanksgiving holidays. So that should be fun. Um, But yeah, so there's going to be backlash there. Now, I'm curious as to what this backlash is going to be. Are we going to have like some crew separation things, some infighting? Uh, or is this going to just be one of those? We'll have it resolved by the end of the episode, and Nora's full fledged the crew, but Sarah's going to distrust her for a while uh, while we while we iron out the stuff. I, you know, 
there's not many episodes in this season. Would you say there were 16? 16 in total. And so she'll be in starting back in season era in episode five. So they've got 11 more episodes to hash everything out. Yeah, that's not a lot of time. Could be, I mean, could be enough time, but it's it's not. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, is it going to be a multiple episode arc for her to come back, or will they resolve this in one and just kind of move everything forward and just pretend that the entirety of last season didn't happen? I mean, I would want it to be a multi 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 arc, but it's probably just going to be one episode, and then they're going to move on because of time constraints. Yeah, yeah. Will you think they'll uh, they'll they'll stretch it or they'll just keep it? Uh... No, they'll they'll wrap it up in one. It'll be you know, she has to save Constantine, and then he's gonna know that she's you know, by she'll Performed. probably have to save. Yeah, he'll she'll have to save him somehow, and their minds will merge or something. He'll be able to be like, I can speak to this, and she's she's good person now, and or something to that extent. And and it'll probably be selfish reasons, like he's gonna suspect she can help him avoid what's coming very good so, call yeah i think I th- yeah i think you're right that makes a lot of sense so i mean and again you know what she's not terrible and you know but it just uh. god at least with her on the ship though ray will have someone who has he who, who he has chemistry with you know right yeah i agree that'll Literal be nice. chemistry <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, and and maybe if anything, if we get this, you know, if it is a fast, uh, you know, resolve and she's on the crew and everything and everything's all hunky dory. Uh, it, my hope is that it will improve Ray's character, at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be nice. Uh, well, any other bits to speculate on? We didn't get any. Yeah, I mean, there were no really re- any reveals. <laughs> no, it's, it's, but I, I mean, the, the reason why Nate wasn't in this episode is because uh, he, the the actor, I can't think of his name right now, uh, was uh, had a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh. that that's why he was on. Yeah, I, I didn't even think episode. about production problems in that regard. And I usually think about that kind of stuff, huh? Okay. Well, at least at least that's good. At least it wasn't like a thing where they're just trying to sort of push him out to the sideline. It was just he has a kid. And so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's good he, to know. He birthed a child. Well, he didn't birth a child. Well, probably well. his <laughs> wife or you know, yeah. partner. <laughs> Presumably it was his partner. Yeah. Um, well, cool. All right. Uh, and now, of course, we come to our favorite part of the show. And that is Mix. No. I don't think anyone died. <laughs> well, the Striga did. Oh, the Striga did. Yeah, with no explanation as to how, how or why a, a stick in the heart with killed wood. it. I can mean, it's wood. a vampire. I guess is it a vampire, and that's what it was. It was just it was just some kind of vampire. Yeah, it was it was vampiric, definitely. Okay, okay. I guess we were just supposed to piece that together, and I just didn't because Striga is not vampire. They sound different, but I don't know. Anyway, no. anyway, it's time for our favorite, uh, our favorite, our favorite fart of the, favorite <laughs> fart of the show. Yes, our favorite fart of the show, <laughs> and that is mix quote of the week. It's the mix quote of the week. All right, here we are. We have a couple uh, different quotes this week. So, Kyle, why don't you run them down for us? Yep. Hooch. Spent a little time in a Siberian gulag. Got a taste for it. <clears throat> and you must have had balls to escape that hellhole. 
I'm gonna you know, go with Hooch. It really wasn't Hooch. Yeah, it, I mean, it really wasn't a very uh, lot. There wasn't many quotes, memorable quotes this week. All right, my yeah. my my suggestion is on a week like this, we say, you know what? Let's go for quality, not quantity. There wasn't one. I, I'm okay with that. There, yeah, you know, they despite you know Mick and uh, and Charlie having the uh, I guess. They had they had a decent amount of dialogue in their whole little story arc thing. Right. They yeah. had dialogue, but she talked more than he did. He was he was the active he was the listener in that conversation. He was, mm-hmm. you know, he was the interviewer. You know, he wasn't the source of the interview. I'm okay with so. that. Yeah. There, there was there was no mixed quote of the week. There wasn't anything that kind of stud out. Like, because usually it's like when no. you hear you, you know when you hear a mixed quote of the week, right? You're like, yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about that one. Yeah, there wasn't really like anything dragons. in this one. <laughs> so there you have it no mixed quote of the week <laughs> wow come on legends right and what what coincidentally you know what else there isn't no nate's quote there's of the week. no nate of the quote of the week either yeah because there was, was no nate this play, week i was just gonna play disturbed sound of silence but then i was like nah <laughs> <laughs> but we do have another thing uh another segment on this episode that we all very much enjoy and that of course, your mom for me. yes <laughs> <laughs> the ross review there all right and now it's time for the ross review on legends to talk okay so the ross review and i have it right here okay so he he wrote us in another novella, which is okay. We like to pick on him about it, but yeah. Know. All right, so let's just see here, guys. I don't know why, but I can't find the post option. Uh, we don't have to read that part. All right, uh, tight dope fly, other ninety slang. Okay, <laughs> a really fun episode this week, full of summer camp tropes and mystical mayhem. He actually wrote that. I don't think I've ever written mayhem out in words that wasn't describing sons of anarchy um okay i've been looking forward to seeing what spells constantine uses in every episode but i never thought he would use an age regression spell how did he even work on ava bell could this be omg magic yes yes it is (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed ray and john's interactions during this episode as well we all know ray is a boy scout so he was perfect as a camp counselor agreed Question, why any, was any, oh, let's try again. Question, was anybody else more terrified of the lady camp director rather than the Striga? What was she doing in the middle of the woods being all Mrs. Voorhees carrying a set of shears? I thought the same thing. I was like, no, she's not the Striga. That would be too, too obvious. Too easy. It's on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, yeah. She was just a lonely lady who just, it was creepy. Wanted to do some gardening in the moonlight, (laughs) Uh, which I do often naked so have you guys noticed how every season mick makes a new friend and almost instantly opens up to them it was a mayan season two zarian three and now charlie and four granted most of those interactions involved alcohol but still good for him that's true and i think they keep trying with mick to do something yeah i mean it goes back to what to what we've all been saying right like you know yeah like like you said, well, there, there's just not a place for Mick, and they're trying to find a place for him. And so they, 
have him bond with these characters and then they realize, well, we're going to drive it this way in a different direction and it ends up, right. you know, not working, but we get a little bit of, of Mick every, every season. So hopefully this one will be different. We'll see. Right. And he said, you guys talked a little bit about it last week, but unless there's going to be a Constantine centric episode in the future to explain otherwise, I am definitely certain that the city of demons is Arrowverse canon. The friend that John mentions to Ray must be Chaz Chandler, and he is referring to what happens to the character in the movie, which, if you haven't seen it, is heartbreaking. In answer to that, Ross, I don't think any of us have said it's not canon. We've just kind of said, I think it's canon until they decide it's not. Right. You know, like they're not going to be hogtied by it, but they're also they reserve the right to refer to like the fact that Vixen exists and she's in Detroit. You know, all of that comes from a cartoon. So yeah. I I can sit there and say that I think it's it's canon light. It's diet canon. It's, you know, it, you know, not just one calorie, not quite canon enough. I, I'm not sure how to put it. It's like little but, sweet, yeah. you know, yeah. little canon. <laughs> it's like it's like Nuprin canon, little, yellow, different, better. Nuprin. So... <laughs> It's like Anyways. people only say things because they're getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're going to use Nuprin, which is, I mean, uh, yes, it was a real medicine, but it's also totally Wayne's World. Uh, right. <laughs> Wayne's World 2, I guess. Anyway, until my high, Until this girl I dated once caught me. Never mind. Anyways, a really fun episode this week and looking forward to seeing Nora back next week. Really curious as to how she ended up working at a Renaissance fair. Stay classy, guys. I gotta tell you, I'm not curious about how she ended up in a Renaissance fair. I'm, I'm kind of glad he is, but <laughs> I, I, I'm curious simply because I want to know uh, how this person who has magical abilities is struggling and working in a Renaissance fair. Why not just and like how conjure she can up get soup? Right. Yeah. Well, she has she has to stay under the radar. I get that. I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's time soup. After. Soups. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to mess up a soup. Unless, I don't know. I'm saying nothing. Again, I was married for 10 years. So. <laughs> no joke. Legit. If she ever hears this, she'll admit to it. Like the first time she, I love French onion soup. And I mean, I love French onion soup. She tried to make it once, my ex-wife. It was the absolute worst soup I ever tasted. She used its salt-free beef broth. Ew. Oh, it was the absolute, it had no taste. It was like, I was just like, Thank you. You worked so hard. I mean, she worked hours. It was in Crockpot. And then like she like, <laughs> oh, she literally left the room. And I realized what happened. I saw the the uh, bouillon and I'm like, I grabbed the salt shaker, right? And I was just like, we use my beer. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it back real quick. I'm like, oh, it's much better now. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later, when I had the heart attack, though, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you consumed a thousand billion milligrams of sodium and uh, yes, nearly basically. died. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, uh, legit. Yeah, I mean, it's you can mess up a soup, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> you know, guys, I'm gonna say it. There's too many. There's too many new characters. There's too many characters we don't care about. I, you know what? Ava and Gary would have been more than enough. They could have put Nora in a prison, but I understand that Ray needs her. So why bring back Amaya as somebody else? Why John Constantine? Why, why all of this when they could have done something different or kept Gary out? Uh, 
and let Ray be the f- comic foil. And I mean, again, I like the actor, but I think we 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 have too we have too much. I'm worried that they're that they're moving into the air uh, the area of like fan service over story service, and right. you know, fans loved what they did with season three, but like they weren't reacting to fan demands in season three. I don't it, it doesn't feel like it. They're just they were just innately giving us what we wanted. And now it feels like they're trying too hard maybe by right. putting all this stuff in there. And yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. Will. it's, it's, ooh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got 11 more episodes. 11. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, Ross, thank you as always for your insight and, uh, you know, uh, keep on sending them in, man. We really appreciate the Ross review. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. Send and- your mom for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how that's how we should end the one the ross review <laughs> yes yes that's perfect that's perfect uh but yeah it looks like unfortunately we are out of time but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream here's how you can follow the show on twitter at legends talk tv uh you can follow me on twitter at ring that bell you can follow me at kyle crossy 89 and you can also listen to me on the atomic geekdom podcast and you can follow me on the twitters at wr benson but if 280 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And be sure to watch us live every week on our Facebook page. Uh, I'm going to take that again. And be sure to watch us live every week on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. If you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the DC TV Talk Network. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Flash TV Talk, and the iZombie Podcast. And hey, while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. Don't forget, also, you can download all the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player, Google Play Store, and even Stitcher. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. Hey, it's Will, and here is some outtakes from before we started recording tonight. Thanks for listening. I do need to move this way more. There we go. I was just kidding about your audacity. You can keep it in your pants, sir. (laughs) By the way, you and your girlfriend are incredibly too cute on Facebook, and it needs to stop. (laughs) That's that's all her. Like, I don't do a lot of stuff on Facebook, but uh, Uh yeah. Oh, hey, we're live. Hi, Facebook. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi, Facebook. Oh, oh, hello. Hello. But yes, you are correct. I like it, there though. You go. Now I've got the TARDIS back in the shot. TARDIS? So. Well, um, you know, it's it's a new one, so you could say it's a retardus. I'm just hey! <laughs> Please don't write us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> correct. We're going we're gonna to get demonetized, yo. Yeah. Well, after oh, last week okay. with the black, never mind. But <laughs> hello, no, Facebook. No, it was dark. It was dark. Yeah. Yeah. That welcome to the pre-show. Like yeah, more. welcome to the pre-show where we talk about everything and everything, and now we share our live stuff here. Hello, Facebook. We are. Kyle <laughs> oh, shared it already. I guess I'll share. Oh, I need to move. I might share hand. Kyle's. I apologize for everyone with when I cough. Ooh, I should share it as Flash TV Talk. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> you absolutely should share it to Flash TV Talk. I think I still have your Twitter, so I'm tempted. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let me see. Where are we? Share now public. Are you ready for the no? I am not ready for this storm we're getting tonight. I'm not looking forward to it. I already told my boss. What's that? Are you getting some snow or something? We're getting snow. Yeah. We can talk about it a little bit, but yeah. All right. Hold on. Say something about this. Going live. I think there's too many A's. You think there's too many A's? In Swamp Thang. Wasn't it supposed to be four it's, A's? There's only four four, four A's because it was part four. Oh, well, I missed an A. I was that's the No, one. there are four in there. Wow. It just looks wild. It looks like there's more. It's just weird seeing four A's together. It makes my eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah, because it does make it look like there is more than four. That is so weird. Actually, wait. Is there one, two? Yeah, one, no, there's two, four. Three, four. Yeah, there's four. But I, I, every time I take my my mouse cursor, cursor away, up, it looks like it's five. Yeah. <laughs> is that an optical illusion, or am I am I having a microstroke? Uh, You're oh, having a microstroke. Let's, let's take a look. You're having a stroke. So that, that clearly looks, looks like four. Yeah. That does but look if like we do four. letter or if, if we do like letters A A A A letters, it looks like five. A little, yeah. It's because the N is curved and the H, the two curves there, they come around the same height as the A's and Ang. Maybe. This is I think perfect. this is why you're having me read this tonight, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's because <laughs> Because we uh we s switch off. We rotate, but yeah, but I've been doing the intro, man. If you want to read that, that you're more than welcome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I Will, you have to read the intro because you don't know. I mean, you know meatballs, and none of us know anything about it. Meatballs. Uh, I guess you don't want. You, you, you guys want need me to, to like. It, it's up to you. Yeah, why don't you read it? Because if I read the intros every week, it seems funny to have you know. Hi, I'm reading the intros, and now let me read the recap. And Kyle's just uh he's here. Hey. Well, what I'm here for. And I don't read yeah. shit. I just talk a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, because you get you're the you're where where you there. It listen. It takes two of us to equal one bell on Flash TV talk. Okay, it you're takes two, two baby. You it takes two to make a thing go right. Oh, hey, another you. What's what's another two? It takes two to make a thing go right. Then there's ah. uh, um. Takes to me and you. I don't know. I don't know. We go together. All right. Uh, never mind. All righty. So, are we ready to go live? We are live. Well, so live, I mean, live, like, live, live. Like start recording live. You all have nice voices. Like, Thank you, Jamie. Who said that? Oh. Hi, Jamie. Oh, Jamie's one of my peeps. Thank you, Jamie. I used to work with her at, get this, ready? I was once a member of the Geek Squad at Best Buy. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and no, it was not a midlife crisis, although I was middle-aged, and <laughs> I was getting divorced at the time. It was not a midlife crisis. Plus, I met Jamie, which she's awesome. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. I, Are we ready for this? School, uh, I wanted to work there, but I did not. Oh, dude, I loved it. You know what? For the period it was, I was 38 years old. It was weird. I went... When I was 28, I was working retail, living with my parents and, you know, not with a girl. And then when I was 38, getting divorced, I was living with my parents, working retail. And, well, I was dating a bunch of girls, but we won't discuss that. But, uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> we ready to go? <laughs> yeah. I, 
thinks we're ready to go. So, all right, I will start this off. Everybody get into Audacity here. So we oh, start on oh, the right time. Audacity. Audacity. This time I remember to no, that's the stop button. I gotta click the circle. Do you have circle. your microphone checked, Mr. Bell? <laughs> microphone is good. Um yeah. Check one. one check, two, check, two. check, check. I came in. Check. Well, there's a read. Bring the check. These eyes. <laughs> no, 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 no limp biscuit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. God, no limp. This is a limp biscuit free zone, man. Yeah. I ain't never had no limp biscuit, y'all. All right, anyway. This, moving uh, on. I saw this advertisement on Twitter, maybe it was, where it was like it was a Smash Mouth and Corn band. It was like, no, it was Smash Mouth and Tool. No, th- this one was doing corn. Oh. Maybe somebody took the, the meme format and just turned it into Smash Mouth and Corn. That's interesting because I know Smash Mouth and Tool are touring. This whole conversation's gone too corny for my liking. Hey, uh, no. yes, sir. Welcome to Flash TV Talk. Anyway, like a tribute band, <laughs> and and you have to like both Smash Mouth and Corn. Uh, and oh, Smash Mouth! I'm that's this is my brain again is on sleep. You were thinking somebody else, not I was yes, thinking Smashing were. Pumpkins. Oh, Smashing Pumpkins is cool. makes a lot more sense than Tool and Smash Mouth. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> so, like I get the feeling Tool would beat up Smash Mouth. I don't know. <laughs> I Banter. like. Hey, I'm an all star. Still around. Hold on. I got Emily. Let me see here. Smash Mouth. I've this seen is, Smash Mouth. I'm glad we're doing this outside of the recording of the cast because Manage this would privacy in search. Yeah, I don't want Google to know that I searched for Smash Mouth. I have seen Smash Mouth. I have been to a concert. Hey, listen, I just got an email today that says that somebody has seen my internet usage on my computer and how much porn I look at, which is funny for two reasons. One, I don't look at porn on my computer. And two, yeah, it was still just weird. One was really all I had, but then I couldn't come up with anything funny. But still, that was weird. They're like, send us $3,000 in Bitcoin. And I'm like... No, dude, no. who looks at porn on their computer anymore? Y'all look at it on your phone. <laughs> We're live. I cannot confirm. No. You cannot tell a lot. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, I don't either, but it's, I mean, what, I don't what, either. What's porn? I don't know what, what is that? I've never heard of it. Before. Uh, Internet is for porn. Pornography is the uh, images or audio of sexual <laughs> relations between two consenting adults. We're going to take like down my kind of shtick. Yeah, you know, it's um, <laughs> actually, if you wanted, you could totally just, Bell, you could stop your Playboy subscription now and just move on to internet because it's free. Hey, now, I read Playboy explicitly for the articles. Well, I don't think they even publish it anymore now that Hugh's dead. And, uh, no, didn't they stop Playboy? Do they really? I heard they weren't I, I putting boobs in anymore. That, that was like, the, yeah, I was like, stopped. really? That's, I mean, that's it's just it, sad. It, well, it's kind of funny, though, because there have been like some, you know, um, uh, oh, this is awful! Oh, told you. Oh, told Kyle, you. you're right. Oh. what did you drink? Oh, it? God, it's still dry. It's like um, it is. It's literally dry. It is like it just, is. Oh, is it cider? No t- yeah, yeah. It's Angry Orchard Hard Cider Stone Dry, and it tastes like stone. We're not on podcast so i can say it it tastes like stone ass is ah uh, uh you know what before we go i'm gonna swap that i don't do this i'm dumping that i gotta get wow oh, give it to me i'll drink it oh here you go right through the end yeah just pass it through the trons i'll pick it up no dude believe me it's uh, you don't want this 
the, I've had bad beer. I've had Jenny Creek. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, we should do that one week. Like you should <laughs> have the bottle, same bottle of different. But yeah, let me just go switch up. This, oh, oh well, that is God. a good idea. Yeah, let's let, let's get let's all buy the same beer one week and just pass it around. <laughs> be like, all right, I'll be right back. Give me fifteen oh. seconds. It, it have to. It, it, it would have to be a national beer. Well, sure, sure. I mean, we'll just go get some Coors Light or something. I don't know. Did you just say Bud Light? Coors. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the Coors household. <laughs> Actually, I mean Miller, but it's Miller time. It is Miller time. Um, yeah, I don't know what what would be what's something that's decent that you can get nationally. I guess I I mean the beers that we've already said are <laughs> national beers. Yeah, I mean we could we could do. I mean I, I get Angry Orchard. I could just get an Angry Orchard. Yeah. You should watch uh, the Legends of Tomorrow and then come on our podcast. Uh, gross. What's gross? Jamie, what's um, gross? Um, Will, it looks like your computer's on fire. Or something's on fire. This is okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. All right, I'm that's okay. much better. Oh, it's a door that you're hiding behind there. <laughs> Secrets revealed on what TV talk. Secret tunnel. Behind Secret the party. So, we have switched our beer from Angry Orchard to a known October commodity, Fest. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Well, uh, well, not not to alarm you or anything, but I think part of your room is on fire. Um, it is. I mean, look behind you. There's there's a flame, an open flame. Or doth my eyes deceive me, sweetheart? There's an open flame in front of me, cheapers. <laughs> 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 and we're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, is, there, uh, is that a candle or am I? There's probably a candle, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah, there's a candle. Oh, thank God. Bad. Like, listen, I buy beer literally for this podcast. I really don't drink beer any other time, except unless I'm out with college buddies and stuff. It's like, yeah. I oh, just mainline heroin before the podcast. Huh? I just mainline heroin before the podcast. Well, there is that. I mean, I've done crack cocaine, but I mean, I you know, I'm not supposed PCP. to talk about that. Yeah. PCP. All righty. Are we ready to start this uh, drug-induced coma? I mean, uh, show? We're only like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Boy, there is a lot that is not going to go in the podcast tonight. This might go into, I might put this at the end as like, you know, at the end of the cast after the music. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you guys listen to the recording from Monday? Because like I did, I put the uh, Incredible Hulk theme at the end. Oh, nice. So. I got to check that out. Uh, by the way, we need to change that line because here's the thing: we have never used Charlie Bach for our outro. He has never written us an outro. So, so okay, he gave us he gave us our intro music. He gave us our bumps, right? No, yeah. he just gives us our bumps. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess I confuse it with uh, to our Flash bumps. TV talk. Yeah. I thought he to gave us outro music. I guess our he bumps. hasn't given us any. But Charlie, if you're listening, we'd love some outro music. Yes, we would. Um, That'd be great. Uh, thanks to Charlie Bach for making all of the music for our bumps, or how do we want to word that? Because making the music for our bumps sounds like you know we're we're Fergie. Um, <laughs> special thanks to Charlie Bach for making intros, all of our bump music, all of our incidental music. Uh, our even if we say composing the music for our bumps sounds a little better than making it. I don't know why. Right. 
Um, creating. What do you think? Creating. Yeah, creating might be good. Yeah. Recording. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, his awesome stuff with very big capitals. No, oh, you gotta have big capitals. You gotta have big capital. Well, you gotta have big. Never mind. <laughs> My fiance wouldn't know what a big capital looks like. Yeah, never mind. Because we live in Albany, it's a smaller capital. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I lived in Jackson, which is one of the smallest capital nations or capital city. <laughs> it's also the only capital. Don't you live? I used to live in Jackson. I don't live there anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah. aren't you in Texas? <laughs> um, yes. But Jackson, I don't know if it's still the case, but when I left it, there it was the only capital city in the nation to not have a movie theater in the city limits. To not have a what? Not have a what? A movie theater. Oh. Oh, that that I would not want to live there. Yeah, I mean, there was like, you know, several all around the place, but there wasn't one in Jackson proper in the city limits. That's You just go to Flowood or you go to Madison or you go to uh, Ridgeland or Pearl. Ugh, don't go to Pearl. Um, don't go to Pearl. Yeah. Don't go to Mini Pearl. No, no, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, no, I know. Uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. shenanigans. He's not home. Shenanigans. Great record with Johnny Cash called Johnny. It's All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jackson. Well, yeah. We're listening to Jackson now. <laughs> Um, is that playing? Yeah, oh, it's very silently. Okay, never mind. I was just screwing around. It's it is a dark and evil place. Oh, Jackson? I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is what it is. It gave us you, though, Bell. That's true. That's true. And my leaving there is what molded me into the person I am today. Yes, which you are very moldy at the end of the day. <laughs> um, that one was too easy, man. It was really. All right, where did uh, where did my Legends TV talk go? There it is. Okay, all right, so we are ready. I think we are. Yep. All right. So let's do this. All right. Hold on, I want to make sure I have. Uh... Oh, man. <sighs> my pop filter is like redirecting all of my breath into my beard, and now my beard is hot, and my chin is like warm. It's weird. Terrible thing to have. I know it's it's, it's, it's one of the worst yeah. afflictions of humankind is mm -hmm. beard chin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, perfect. I think I know what we're doing now. All right. All right. Everybody ready? You got your, your arrows over the red button. Yes. All right. Everybody knows how to push the red button. Has yes. everybody found the red button? We're oh, good. the red button. Oh, yeah. I might need to do that. <laughs> red button. I found it. All right, good. All right, let's start this thing off. Uh, we will start the red button in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> 